how do you guys feel about that stuff? I feel like there's a lot of like the whole changing your Facebook profile picture thing. I mean, I think of it like at least it's better than not being aware at all. Mm -hmm. Like to change your Facebook picture to like raise some kind of awareness is better than completely ignoring an issue. I think both of you are forgetting Coney 2012 in which we solved Africa. That was a mm-hmm. video? I never watched the video or I never did whatever the Coney thing was that everyone did. What was it? I'll tell you I'll tell you what it was is it's in 2012 Coney was the number 1 superstar cuz we made him famous for being a bad man. I remember that everyone was like make this guy famous and I was like <laughs> I know he's bad and I know that we want him to be famous and I don't know all the other stuff. Well, cause there's so many bad people who are famous. Did we catch all the bad people famous? No, no. he's still chilling and doing his thing and yeah. uh, turning kids into soldiers. And he's just more famous. Well, yeah, no, he's got a, he's got a movie deal. He's got a six movie contract, now, <laughs> but also he makes child soldiers. I mean, did you see that video where they talked about like what the, who was the CIA? I don't know. I don't know whoever was trying to actually catch him, but they were coming up with plans that involved using celebrities to lure Coney out of hiding. So like Angelina Jolie would go to Africa and say, Hey Coney, I'm having dinner over here. If you want, if you want to come. And then Coney was supposed to come and then they would catch him there because he couldn't resist Angelina Jolie. What kind of box with a stick propping it up type plan is that? So I know. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life Pile. This is Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that's one mile high. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. Welcome to Colorful Colorado's Denver, guys. Denver. It's not just a name for millennials' babies. It's Ryland. Life Pile Podcast is the podcast for frontiers men who've decided to settle in the part of the world where the rocks are red and the lifestyle section is also red. <laughs> Every week, we bring you lifestyling tips and reviews of the hottest lifestyles to live. This week is our Gold Rush Special Denver Colorado Lifestyles. There we go. Once again, I have immediately named a title of an episode off the top of my head. And Dylan is nodding his head in agreement. It's very catchy. He likes it a lot. And you guys, this episode, I wanted to just sprinkle throughout the good word. Right now, I live in Chicago. Maybe I'll live in other states throughout my life. And everywhere I'm dropping little bits of Colorado gold and letting everyone know what good has come out of our state. But I want to be fair and I want to be balanced. So throughout the episode, I'm just going to sprinkle a great thing that's come out of Colorado and pair it with an awful thing that's come out of Colorado. And I'm just going to pep, 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 pepper those throughout. So okay. first one, good thing. Did you guys know Colorado invented black cows or as they're known today, Root beer floats. No. Oh, oh. Yep. Those started in Colorado. Why would that be a black cow? Just because the lump of vanilla ice cream resembled the lump on the top of a cow? I don't know. Rylan, why don't you ask the pioneer <laughs> who invented it? I don't have that answer for you. And the bad thing 
that I'm going to pair that with that came out of Colorado. Because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, and no, I'm no. not. But 303, that band oh, is hey. too much to handle with the number twos. Because if your boyfriend has beef, it's not concerning because I'm vegetarian. So I'm not concerned with the beef that he has. What a weird moment for music <laughs> where we were like, yeah, <laughs> it's time that vegetarians fight back with this song. I still feel that way. You get really mean with shit. By these weird frat guys from Boulder. Yeah. The worst part is I never figured they were vegetarian. I figured that guy was eating cheeseburgers and just also being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. The vegans only get so many comebacks. You leave them to them. Yeah, Uh, but they're not originally from Colorado, right? I think they just, did they meet in Boulder? Rylan, do you want this episode to be a success? (laughs) Or do you want it to just be a steaming pile of garbage trash? Because every every step, every turn so far. I mean, I know they obviously are like, hey, we're Colorado, repping Colorado, the 303. Yeah. But I think they were from somewhere else, like a typical Colorado. Am I right? Oh! Why do you need a sniff around here? Why can't you leave well enough alone, son? Oh, no. I, I'm sorry, mister. I, I'm going now. You leave 303 alone. <laughs> I can't believe we are eight seconds into the episode and you have me defending 303. <laughs> I just want to be the, the shaggy and Scooby-Doo of this episode of like ripping the masks off the 303s and showing that they're Californians inside. You're definitely the cursed talking dog of this podcast. Yep. I don't know if you're yes. shaggy. He is. Is that how Sha- or Scooby got to talk? A witch put a curse on him? There's some like, mm-hmm. gross origin story. Cam, do you know it? I always heard that they had just gotten some bad acid, and mm-hmm. they all just decided at the same time without speaking with each other to ignore the talking dog. Because they're like, that dog can't be talking because that would be crazy. It's one of those like edgy adult theories about children's shows. Like Arthur is really just Buster's imaginary dream. And Arthur actually died in a blimp accident 20 years (laughs) earlier. Hey, Arnold was aborted. And it's just the dream his feet has had. Jimmy Neutron is a computer simulation that's being (laughs) run by SpongeBob SquarePants. Bugs Bunny (laughs) is actually a transvestite. But no one will respect her identity because she's locked in the 1950s. Wait, that's like fully real. What was that where she dressed up as the Viking? I mean, what's that every time Bugs Bunny got really sexy and made people have some questions? That is so true. So Life Pile podcast this week, as is obvious from our hype talk, is focusing in on all those lifestyles having to do with Sweet Home Denver, Colorado. Well, I I just want to make it clear. I want to rip off your guys' masks too and ask if you were born in Denver because this guy right here, this guy was. You were born in Aurora. You're an A baby. That's what I thought. I thought I was an A baby, but I'm a D baby. Okay, call Mimi Hayes, I guess, and tell her that we lied to her on air. I've always known it. I've always known just from a look at you, you're a D-baby. And it takes one to know one. I'm a D-baby. You're a D-baby too? Big old D-baby. Y'all, third generation Coloradan. Ryland, how many you got? Stack them up. 50? 50? 100 million? Liar. No, we go pretty far back because my one of my great-great-greats owned a mine or something and then... And then there was quinoa in there somewhere. <laughs> Your great-grandparents owned a quinoa mine? <laughs> Pulling out those antioxidants from the hills. Oh, no. They got the protein lung. <laughs> Wait, the Donner Party already left? 
They were supposed to take this shipment of quinoa. I can only imagine what's going to happen to them without all this quinoa. All those quinoa-powered trains. Just, <laughs> that was a bad investment on the Warner's part. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Well, I was also born in Colorado. But are, are you a D-baby? Are you a D-baby? Yes, I'm a D-baby. Ryland, do you need my birth certificate for this episode? Are we going to have to verify everything for Coloradicity? Dylan's a secret Muslim. He was born in annexed Hawaii that was technically Japan. Yeah, I heard that Dylan's dad couldn't even have kids and he was adopted. This is getting really intense, man. Did I talk about that on the show, the nail gun accident? I think we talked uh, about yeah. it in an unreleased episode. Oh, okay. oh really? No. It, I bet it's released. I bet it's out there. People know about Dylan's dad screwed him. How would you guys qualify <laughs> that special Colorado culture? What is Colorado culture? Forget weed. Mm. Forget ski lifts. What does it really mean to be a Coloradoan? I think what it's really all about is moving into a state because it's booming and bringing all your culture from Pennsylvania and New Jersey and, and goddamn California up into my little square state. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado's quickly just becoming California the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got feelings about it. Do you ever talk with Colorado people who are like, gosh, everyone's moving here in the weed and there's uh, the traffic and uh, there's a rent skyrocket. There seems to me to be a little undercurrent of like, oh my God, I finally get to do this now. Like I finally get to be a New Yorker. I finally get to be a Los Angeles, <laughs> whatever. I get to be like, oh, people are just moving into my neighborhood that I, and I was here first. And I feel like there's a little point of pride there. Oh yeah. I always wanted to be the cute girl at the dance <laughs> and here I am. I was just doing it by going around asking people for their D-baby cards. And you know, there is that, that pride of being here first. Mm -hmm. But I think it's stupid, honestly. Like, even though I was just doing it, because except for the people from California, fuck them. Like, people <laughs> from other shitty parts of the world, like what? They're not allowed to move somewhere cooler? Yeah. Like, why not? I mean, they're just supposed to live in their shithole forever until maybe they become Colorado 3? Yeah. I think people <laughs> from the beginning of time have been grasping at ways that they could be like, you're in a box and I'm in a box, but my box is up here and your box is down there. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's such a benign, like easy thing for people to be like, oh, yeah, you just found out about Big City Burrito. Oh, I've been eating there for uh, a minute. <laughs> oh, they've been shoving <laughs> potatoes in my burritos for a few years now. <laughs> Local Colorado secrets. Oh, I remember I was really excited that I knew what like Rhinoceropolis was, like an experimental mm. concert venue. And I think homeless people used to live there and it got shut down but that was my big like oh i'm colorado now or there is what's that one paris paris on the plat is a coffee shop where they would let you smoke indoors even after like what? the rules got changed whoa and then they got shut down because homeless people were living there and smoking it does. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Smoke. No, but they didn't get smoke. You couldn't see them. Now, I did want to do an episode on Denver where we maybe painted the state and the city in a positive light, and we failed to do that so far. Do you guys have any nice things to say about Colorado and Denver? I've got a really nice thing to say about Colorado Denver with my segment. Oh, we're jumping into seggies. I'm a jump because when we're talking about one of the positive things and the positive lifestyles of lifestyling in Denver, Colorado. 
It's got to be the Frontier Spirit. Mm. That airline? Wait, that's two <laughs> no. airlines. <laughs> Ryland, I'm talking about the spirit of the Frontiersmen, the brave men and women who tamed the West. Mm. So a couple examples. One would be my great-grandfather, Albert McCall, who was an independent gold miner. He owned his own gold mine in the mountains, and when he ran out of money, he would go down to Denver and sell shares to his gold mine on the street. Wow. He's been like, hey, do you ever want to own a gold mine? Because this is your opportunity. Your grandpa was the first proto-spam email or like pop-up window. Like, you just won $1,000. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was the first MLM hun who was out there like, girl, I know what you need. You need shares in gold. How do you run out of money when your job is digging money out of a hole? (laughs) Okay, well, Ryland, let's say you've got 10 feet of rock between you and the gold, and you got Mm -hmm. 50 bucks worth of dynamite. But you're not exactly sure if that's really 10 feet of rock or 20 feet. So you just keep blasting away until what's this? Oh, you're almost at the gold, but you need more dynamite. What do you do, Ryland? You go sell pop-ups in the street. Dylan, let him do the math. Don't don't give him the easy answer. We need to make him work. I would keep digging because I'm a hard worker, but... Oh, know. so now you're Maybe insulting I my guess family. I'm not your grandpa. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, keep going. What else? Let's move it on to another one of my great-grandfathers, Bud, who owned Hank's brother's feedlot, a feedlot in Greeley, Colorado. So you'd get all your caballeros to sell your cattle up north to Greeley. Mm-hmm. And then he patented an extremely specialized feed that got those cows fat real quick so he could sell them, turn around some to the butchers and make a bundle of money. And I recently wow. found out that apparently like some years he'd make a million dollars in current times money. What? Just on fattening wow. up cattle. So he was the proto precursor to Monsanto. Just Mm -hmm. artificially beefing up those beef boys. Nothing artificial about this. Back in the day, you got a beefy boy beefy with your bare beefy hands. And that's how our family does it. (laughs) Okay. Now, I want to give you guys just one more example of the frontier spirit. I'm not genetically related to this man, but I think in a way, spiritually, (laughs) we are all related to... The one and only Jefferson Randolph Soapy Smith II, born November 2nd, 1860, died July 8th, 1898 in a shootout in Alaska. Soapy was a con artist and gangster in the Old West. His most famous scam, the prize packaged soap cell racket, earned him the sobriquet of Soapy, which remained with him to his death. So this guy was the godfather of organized crime in Colorado. He originally earned his nickname and his original money by going down on those same street corners where my great great grandpa Albert was selling shares of his gold mine. And Soapy would set up his little display case and he'd start stacking up bars of soap. Talking about, oh, this is the best soap you're ever going to buy. Clean you good, clean you in and out, clean all your diseases away. Everything will be good and fine. And I believe in this soap so much that I'm going to take this $100 bill and wrap it up with one of the soaps and just put it in the pile there. And he'd keep doing that, just wrapping up loose bills with the soap and put them in the stack. Thing was, he would palm all the soap that had money in it. And then one of his, when one of his shills that he like put in the crowd bought soap, He'd secretly hand him one of the ones with money in it. And they go like, oh, I made some money. Oh, wow. So everybody is buying the hell out of all the soap thinking they're going to make money. But no one ever does. And then he 
turned around and used that money to finance all of the uh, crime and grift and politicians he ever wanted to buy. And when you look at all these three men, you got to admit, they got that frontier spirit. They see a Wild West and they come up with a way to earn a sweet dollar off of it. So, boys. Yeah. It's time for a little game called Denver Gold Rush Life Pile Gaming. Yeehaw! right, we're going to speed round. All three of us need to come up with a real frontiersman way that we could move to Colorado and be millionaires within the next year. Let's go, 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 go. Who wants to go first? Mm. You Okay, oh, I want to go first because I feel like none of these represent what Colorado means to me. It's <laughs> it's good country justice. It's a lone ranger. It's a man who, moving to, to the middle of nowhere with his heart on his sleeve and a dream in his heart and a song on his lips and a wind on his brow and a burrito in his pocket i all of these men seem like bad men cam that's not what colorado's what? about colorado is about purity and about justice and about raising other people up that's the colorado i know so i think the way i'm gonna go out to the west and make it big cam is by starting a farm i'm gonna raise crops I'm going to raise whatever crops people need. I'm going to ask everyone in the town, what kind of crops do you want, you guys? You need you some crops. Corn? I got oh. crops for you. I got I'll, all the crops you I'll, need. I'll raise some crops. You guys want, mu- you wish we had mustard? You want condiments? I'm going to start a condiment farm. Okay, I'll I do whatever you guys want. I for you. And oh, uh, you guys don't have houses yet? Come stay in my house. Stay on my couch. Stay in my bed. I'll stay on the couch. What? Because that's what Colorado's about, you guys. It's about generosity is about empathy <laughs> it's not about being mean and stealing people with so- soapy so- so- soap it's about being nice you guys this is what Colorado's <laughs> about you guys that's what I would do um, did I just sorry, get it dude. wrong not only did you insult two of my great grandfathers <laughs> who I'm very proud of shame on you shame on them by throwing in the lot how dare you compare my grandfathers to soapy smith for shame <laughs> Uh, but that also, it doesn't look like you made a million dollars within one year, much less 10. I sure did, because mm. I, I had heart. Oh, uh, he made a million heart dollars. Oh, yeah. all those heart dollars. Let's see you deposit the heart dollars out of bank. <laughs> Get laughed right out of there. My riches are in heaven, Cam, with the rest of the cowboys. <laughs> oh, who boy. Are you going to be surprised, Dylan? <laughs> Ryland, it's your turn. Okay. Move to Denver, Colorado. Frontier Spirit, make a million dollars. Go. Hey folks, it's me. <laughs> hey now, I know a lot of you folks around here ain't used to this high altitude now, is ya? Well, guess what? I in the back of my wagon here got a can full of air. Yeah, you take a huff of this and it's like you're back in California way. Come on. I got air here. Get your air. Only two cents a can. Come on. Get your air. Perfect. I set up the world's first oxygen bar in Frontier Town, Colorado. I got flavored air, peach air, watermelon air. I got tubes. They've never seen these types of tubes before. You shove them in your nostrils. I breathe air right into your face. (laughs) I love this because it's like, have you ever drank LaCroix and been like, ugh, this is too heavy. 
It's like Ryland has found a salute, a daintier, subtler solution to LaCroix. This LaCroix, it's so sugary and it's so overflavored. If Syrupy. I could just get something lighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I mm-hmm. feel like I should make a disclaimer. Folks, if you're listening and you thought Dylan went in and it is what a work, special effects, movie magic, sound effects there at the beginning <laughs> of Ryland's bit. No, that was all Ryland. The man's gifted. Natural ability. <laughs> nothing but. Cam, what are you going to do? Welcome, boys and girls, to the world's only indoor smoking shadow puppetry show. That's right. Not only can you watch my specialized shadow puppets, see me make a bunny hop across a wall, see me make what looks like a profile of Clinton making a speech with my bare hand. But this and no other light show can you also smoke weed indoors, inside, while we watch this shadow show. Watch as the puppets amaze your stoned brains. Million dollars. I snatched it up. All right. So we, do we judge yours? Because I say, Arr. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I judge both of yours. Arr. Uh, Cam is the winner. Ding. Ding. Ding, 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 baby. Ding, ding, dong. Uh, All right, you guys. I've got a segment for you. Oh, but before I do, darn out, darn out, darn out, darn out. You. Um, I'm not as good at the sound effects as uh, Cameron <laughs> Ryland, so I just did like a weird dove sound. Here's a here's a good thing that came out of Colorado real quick before we get into my segment. Don Cheadle. What? You know him. You love him. A brilliant actor. And we thank him for his service. Bad thing that's come out of Colorado. Roseanne Barr. Wah, wah. Oh, no. The, I oh, am no. at, shocked and stunned. How did I not know these things? Don Cheadle's from Colorado? Yes, indeed. Yep, went to school in Denver. He's the Iron Patriot. And Roseanne Barr is the synthesis of every woman you've ever been in line behind <sighs> at a King Supers. It's, yep. <laughs> Big yeah. oversized Mickey Mouse sweater, legging pants, and uh, shape-ups. And then she's dressing like Hitler. All right, so <laughs> Purple Mountain Majesties. Amber waves a grain, spicy ranch dipping sauce at Cosmos Pizza across the street from my old apartment in Boulder. There are countless, timelessly beautiful natural phenomena to be seen in our home state, Colorado. That's a big reason why Denver is one of the fastest growing cities in the U.S. right now. And like I said earlier, that's all our Denver friends want to talk about anymore. It's a traffic this, they raise my rent that. So I wanted to step in and do my part for the mile high for our buddies who have all these outsiders moving in onto their turf. I want to help alleviate that pain. So my segment is called Colorado or Florida. Let's jump in. Our first segment, (laughs) a man was pulled over after a cop noticed his license plate was missing. The cop approached the driver, noticed he was trying to conceal a large bulge in his left pocket. The cop requested a pat down. And when the cop asked the man to explain the bulge in his pocket, he replied, that's what she said. <laughs> Turns out the bulge was a cylindrical plastic case containing marijuana and oh. a small glass pipe. Subsequent search of the car turned up a second pipe. Was this token smoking joker from Colorado or Florida, you guys? Hmm. Florida. Zuz. Uh, I say Colorado. Colorado. So that man was from Florida. Cam got that one right. Fuck. You know how I knew, Ryland? You want to know how I knew? How? 
because the story suggested that finding marijuana on him was reason enough to search his vehicle. Who's the lawyer now, Ryland? Yeah, well, I was giving Dylan the benefit of the doubt and assuming that this was before the legalization of some marijuana. lawyer, some so. ro- some lawyer, some lawyer. We got here, <laughs> Ryland. A couple was transporting a propane barbecue in their Kia when. The woman in the car lit a cigarette. Obviously, the car exploded. All the windows blew out. The airbags deployed. And fortunately, neither person was seriously injured. Is that Florida or Colorado? Florida. Florida, says Ryland. It's Colorado. Cam is certain it is Colorado. That is Flory Day. That is Ryland. I guess I'm keeping points because if there's one thing we love on this show, it's establishing which one of us is. Oh, Ryland is showing us a piece (laughs) of paper where he is meticulously keeping track. Our next. You know where I should have known better? It's because it was a Kia and not a Subaru. I should have known it was Uh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I figured it out. Call me Super Sleuth. A. Local man stole a tractor from City Park, prompting a chase that involved dozens of police vehicles over the course of around 30 minutes and several miles. The episode ended with a considerable amount of damage to cars in the area, plus injuries to two police officers and the man himself who was taken into custody after ramming the tractor into a cop car. Is this colorful fella from Colorado or Florida? Colorado. Colorado, Ryland. Colorado, Colorado. Colorado, you're both right. And Ryland is nodding vehemently because I'm sure he saw this on the news. Yeah, it was recently, relatively. Yeah, and that's what you can expect, Californians, if you move to our (laughs) fair city. Stay out. (laughs) A local man was noticed feeding pounds upon pounds of peanuts to squirrels at a park near his home as a way of communicating with the spirits of his dead animal-loving parents. This worried neighbors who reported it to police and animal control. The man got mad and posted flyers around his neighborhood signed the squirrel guy condemning his haters, (laughs) one of whom confronted him. They got into it. Both called each other white trash. And as the neighbor was walking away, the man shot the neighbor in his butt. He reported himself to police and was charged with attempted murder. Wow. This is Nature Boy from Colorado or Florida. Man. This is hard because Coloradans love nature, but Florida people are white trash. So wow, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you finally landed on a stance, and it's so positive. <laughs> I'm gonna say Florida on this one. Florida for Island, and we are also going to just sever ties with our four listeners who are in Florida. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, you guys, is that Florida has a sunshine law. They call it that releases like all police reports to the press which is why you hear about florida man and all this crazy stuff and not in other states oh but on the flip side me and rye guy are tied for points so i just gotta take a rip and grip and go for colorado rip and grip all right rylan says florida cam says colorado nature boy is from i'm sorry the squirrel guy is from colorado Wow. A 67-year-old woman who wore a giant turkey costume to a department store where police claim surveillance camera caught her stuffing said turkey costume with purses, jewelry, and a waffle maker. I'm hoping to wear my costume to court, she said in an interview. Where is this jive turkey from? Is that Florida or Colorado? 
No oh boy. Florida. Rylan says Florida for this Black Friday Maverick. Uh, that's it's a wet heat. I'm gonna say Colorado just because I don't want her to be in that Florida humidity with raw food and a turkey costume. Well, I got bad news for you, Kim, oh, because God. she's out there sweating in that Floridian <laughs> jive turkey costume <laughs> in that department yes. store. This also sounds just like a case of dementia. Like this is a very sad story. Or it's a happy story about a woman yeah. getting some free waffles. Yeah. Ever see Aladdin? Where are we at points wise, Ryland? Tied. Three three. Oh boy. Well, for our final Florida or Colorado, I've got Sean Partridge. Sean Partridge co-founded the Partridge Family Temple, a religious organization that worships David Cassidy as the human incarnation of a god. Here's their origin story. He says, Adam, a friend of his, just kept playing Partridge family music constantly. I'd wake up to it, Sean says. It was starting to piss me off the way he would stare at us and sing the songs over and over (laughs) again. But then I started listening to it and I realized, hey, this is good music. And then a little bit later, I had the revelation that the people in the Partridge family were the gods and goddesses you read about in school. They've been around since the beginning of time, but they had different names in different ages. And in 1970, they decided, hey, let's get a hit TV show. After that, Keith spoke to us and said, I am your Lord. Worship me. Reverend Dan goes on. For a couple of weeks, I said, Yes, and I was teaching everybody about the beauty of the Partridge family, but then I started doubting it. But I had another experience. I was in a car accident, and I was drowning in a giant pool of blood, and Lori pulled me out of the pool of blood with her hands and gave me a French kiss, and it brought me back to life. (laughs) I didn't doubt anymore after that. Well, how could you? Is this groovy Partridge family religion from Florida or Colorado? I, I, uh, man. I used to not have faith, and then God gave me a French kiss. And after a kiss like that, you got to believe. I'm going to say Florida. Ryland thinks this is a Floridian religion, worshiping the gods and goddesses of the Partridge family. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, I think it does come down to heat, because when it's hot, you'll do anything to get into some air conditioning. So if you say Mm. the Partridge's are God, I say, all right. Where's the AC? But also, just strategically, to make sure that Ryland can't beat me at this game, I'll go Florida as well. Florida. (gasps) Oh, no. All right. Well, it doesn't matter what the answer is because you guys will be tied. So, all right. Who's got our next Next segment? segment. (laughs) Wait, what was the answer? You were both wrong. It was Colorado. (gasps) Oh, my heart knew it was Colorado. I should have gone on an edge, Uh, gone on a limb. I Ah. guess that means that I win. That's crazy. I feel like Colorado has a really specific quality of craziness to it. Like we see Florida man stories like Cam mentioned, and they're always wacky, zany, kind of goofy times. Yeah. And then I feel like when I hear about wacky stories in Colorado, they're more unsettling than (laughs) zany. Yeah. Well, it's because it's that frontier spirit. Colorado people have the gumption to get doings done. And sometimes that's not a good idea. If you think there's lizards underneath DIA, you know what I mean? Whoa. Cam, you just mentioned lizards and DIA. Well, that that brings me to my segment. I'm coming in for a landing right here. I'm extending my landing gear. Hello, uh, fasteners, he belt folks. We're coming down. No, it sounded like he just landed. 
That's right, folks. We just landed in Denver International Airport. Now, for folks from Colorado, you probably already know all about DIA and its its weird mysteries and quirks. It's even gotten, I mean, looking through the internet, there's a lot of stuff inter- or nationally talking about DIA and how weird it is. I would guess it's probably the most conspiracy theorized airport in America, but maybe That's a not. good guess. <laughs> So I, I'm kind of going to go through why DIA is so conspiracy theorized, <laughs> so conspiracized. Uh-huh. Uh, but then also I'm going to provide some evidence to really solidify the case that there is something fishy going on here. Yes. Okay. So to start off, maybe the most internet popular thing, because it's easy to take a picture of the murals in DIA. So they aren't, Exactly Nazi imagery. They don't have a swastika. However, there are armed men wearing gas masks and they're like cutting down the innocent people of the world. With like a scythe? Right? Yeah, with a scythe. scimitar. Yeah. Wait, that's not a scythe. Are we talking about the gas what's mask a, Nazi guy? What's a scimitar? Gosh, Cam is going to get really detailed <laughs> on what precise weapon. Oh, no, Nazi you're form. right. No, no, no. You are right. It's a scimitar. I was thinking of scythe and scimitar as the same thing. Do you guys want to tell me the difference or our listeners, but me? It's essentially comparing a sword with a lawnmower because a scythe is a lawnmower and a scimitar is a long curved blade and the curve in it allows, you know how force is pounds divided by area? Oh gosh, I was just asking like, this one's long and this one's short, <laughs> but you were getting into pounds divided by pressure force. So the scimitar is a sword and the scythe is a sword on a stick. Thank no, you. No, it's uh, a, yep. un, it's a non-gasoline nope, run lawnmower. Okay. So in, in addition to these weird murals that depict the possible end of the world, there's gargoyles hidden throughout the airport. There what? is also outside of the airport that 32 foot tall devil mustang statue with the glowing red eyes that killed its own creator during its creation so that's pretty cool yeah what was his name again i don't know i I call it dia blow because it's like diablo but that's so good (laughs) but yeah if you leave the airport you see this thing and it's very demonic looking and terrifying and why would they decide I found it. People have a nickname for it, and the catchy one that people use is Blucifer. Blucifer, yes. But DIA Ablo is so good. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I made it yeah. up. So, also outside of the airport, there's a plaque at the entrance that has the mark of the Freemasons. Okay. Ooh. And it says it's part of the New World Airport Commission. And there's a time capsule in there. Who knows what's in that time capsule? Maybe it's a bomb. Ever think about that? Yeah, because the Freemasons (laughs) are like, we're going to take over the world. We're going to build this airport. And then we're going to blow up one corner of it. (laughs) (laughs) But a big reason why people think there's something up with DIA, other than all these weird signs and symbols, it went over budget and it was a year behind schedule. Weird, right? That never happens in construction projects. Construction is always on time. Uh Uh-huh. And always right at budget. But they spent a lot of that time trying to build this automated baggage system underneath the airport, Mm. but they never really seemed to get it to work. Mm. Why is that, you might ask? Well, 
there's some blurry footage online <gasps> of lizard people in the tunnels beneath what? DIA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> give right. it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Good. Oh, fuck. I want to see blurry uh, footage. I can't find this video right now, so hopefully I'll be able to find it later. Oh, no. So we've heard the claims. Now there's people out there trying to disprove this sort of thing and say, oh, no, it's nothing. Like even DIA itself has sort of embraced it. So DIA is currently undergoing construction, and part of their marketing scheme was to advertise saying hey sorry you can't come in here right now we have reptile people in the basement so oh. you'll have to go a different way and like it's haha very funny clearly there's not reptile people in the basement it's a joke and uh. you know it's bulletproof bulletproof protection defense bulletproof. you know it makes all the truthers look like fools but it's the truth there actually are reptile people in the basement yikes yeah, yeah, it's foolproof. Yeah, but anyway, so I have compiled more evidence that something fishy is going on in Colorado, and we're going to get to the bottom of it, okay? Yes. First evidence on November 1st, 2018, someone broke into a firehouse in Aurora, Colorado, and what did they leave behind? What did they leave behind? A decapitated bird. Ryland, this is the dumbest way to confess to your crimes I have ever heard of. (laughs) No, whoever, the person that actually did it was caught, but they won't explain why they left this decapitated bird. What? Let's think about that for a second. Why would you put a decapitated bird in a firehouse? Um, I don't know, maybe because flying and fire and not knowing the way sound familiar i'm talking about aliens no that doesn't make sense what are you saying (laughs) i'm lost i don't know how to get home and i'm hot and i can fly okay huh all right okay are you saying the person they caught is an alien (laughs) who knows what they are maybe they were just mind controlled by the dia aliens okay let's continue on to exhibit number two november 24th aka just a few days ago a strange cloud it looked like a stick was seen over Denver, Colorado. Now, you watch the videos of this stick cloud and you'll hear children <laughs> saying, oh, it must be a plane. Don't believe these kids, okay? They're plants. Don't right? believe those little fuckers. <laughs> they are plants protecting the sticks. Get it? Get it? Is this adding up for you guys? And oh, what did decapitated God. birds love but sticks in the sky? Huh? Cam, is this what I sound like when I talk about Ariana Grande or anything? <laughs> now, this is a real thing. I want to sh- I want to show you guys this fucking picture because it's really weird looking. Oh, pretty crazy. How do you explain that, DIA? This is actually kind of a weird cloud that Ryland has shown us. Yeah. See, Dylan doubted me. It's a floating stick in the sky, basically. I mean, couldn't that just be a jet stream? Hmm. You know, that's what the little kids in the video said, and I don't believe little children when it comes to important Mm. matters like this. They're clouds in a pressurized (laughs) system. I'm an idiot little kid. (sighs) From the mouths of babes. From the mouths of babes don't believe their lies. How about this? (laughs) A snippy? Have you guys heard of snippy? No. 
It goes back to 1967 in Alamosa, Colorado. A horse by the name of Snippy was found dead. The reason why that horse died... Some people, <laughs> some people said it's young people that just went around and shot it in the head. Some people say, oh I don't know. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was no blood found around the carcass of the horse. The tracks ended 100 feet from where that horse's body was found as if it was lifted or moved from one spot to the other without touching the ground. And... From the neck up, the horse was peeled, okay? What? A.K.A. the skin was ripped off this horse's head, and it was only dead for a night, but it looked like it had been dead for months, and the flesh oozed with a thick green fluid. And the woman that found the horse, there was a piece of metal next to the horse, and she went up and she grabbed the piece of metal, and it burned her hand, and she had to let it down immediately. Oh, my God. November 21st, 2017, an explosion-like sound was heard in Denver. Now, this sort of weird, unexplained sound, it's not the first time this has happened in the world. We've heard similar sounds in New Jersey, Alabama, Idaho, Detroit, Russia, Denmark, Australia, okay? And it wasn't an earthquake. The National Geological Survey Service said that it wasn't an earthquake. And it wasn't a meteor because meteors dissolve in the atmosphere and you don't hear them, okay? But a fireball was seen streaking through the skies hours after the boom was heard. Pretty weird, right? Maybe, maybe the alien did a bomb. Do you have any evidence of these things? Do I have any? Do I have any evidence? Come on. What do you think I am? A, a, a child that thinks clouds in the sky are caused by planes? Oh, Brylan's got a link for us. Here we go. Do you see this article, Dylan? It's pretty crazy, right? It's, it's a long article. Yeah. Um, I really want a recording. We don't have a, an actual recording of this boom, but here is a recreation. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, can you play that again? <laughs> Jesus Whoa. Christ. Yeah. Wait, Cam, if you listen, listen closely. Rylan, play it back again just at 50% speed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Dylan, I hear what you're talking about it in the yeah. third quartile. Uh-huh. It sounds like there's some kind of compressed message. Go ahead and reduce speed by an additional 75%. And isolate the one spot. Yeah, isolate on that third quartile. Whoa. Okay, there's something that... Wait, no, we're getting close, you guys. Rylan, I want you to zoom and enhance. Go ahead and turn up the sibilance, drop the bass, add some equalizers to that, and then play it at 4,000%. Well, Dylan, no point in doing that unless we also increase the resolution. Oh, you're right. Go ahead and increase the resolution, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's! Oh, damn it! (laughs) How many times are we going to fall for these dumb marketing campaigns? No. There's a McDonald's ARG and it's tied to Denver International Airport. This is Life Pile Podcast, the podcast for people who know there's gold in them there hills. We want to thank the aliens for the tech. We want to thank the caballeros for teaching us how to lasso and play the harmonica. 
We want to thank Scott Davis for doing the music for our show. And uh, if you want to be part of the show, you want to tell us about your favorite Colorado memories, you can call in at 720-208. Oh, that's my phone number. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, give yours out. I want to hear yours. <laughs> I Oh, no, I've forgotten the phone number. 800 588 you know what, Eight, Ryland? Nine, I'll get seven, this segment. Five, three, I've oh, got it. Go to seven two six six three eight one six three. You can text that number too, Dylan. <laughs> no, what is the phone number? Did Cam get it right? Seven two zero six six three eight one six three. Or you can go to our social media account, particularly the Instagram one, where we have a handy little button, and you press it, it takes you right to our voicemail. No one's gonna pick up. Nobody's gonna talk to you. And then a recording starts. You dump all your fears, hopes, dreams, secrets, questions for us, lifestyle questions, questions on the topic. We put out little prompts on our Instagram. You do it all there in the voicemail. And it's like a little safe space for you to just... Do a one-way therapy session where nobody gives you any helpful advice at the end. We've also got Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And those are all going to be at Lifepile Show. So find us on social media. We want to thank you for supporting us and our lifestyling lifestyles. If you want to catch me this week, I will be out at the quinoa mine. There's been a massive collapse and five men are cut off from the sunlight. Their wives are begging and pleading with me to bring them home safe, but I just don't have enough rope to reach them. So I'll be heading down to the streets of Denver where I'll be asking, Hey, would you like to own a share in a man mine and save five men's lives? It's an opportunity you'll never get again. Let's catch me at the quinoa mine. This week, I'm going to be hiding in my apartment in shame because a lot of great things have come out of Colorado. For example, Chipotle, Amy Adams, the first teddy bear, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Glenn Miller, Jolly Ranchers, John Hader from Napoleon Dynamite, John Denver, John Kerry, John Elway, Otterbox Phone Cases, The Unsinkable Molly Brown, Tampax, The Fray, Hattie McDaniel, and once again, Chipotle! But all of these beautiful, wonderful people and things that have come from the Centennial State do not matter. They are meaningless. You may be asking, but tell it why. Well, I'll tell you, my child. There's an evil brewing in the Mile High State, a disease of the soul that we are knowingly and recklessly spreading to the four corners of this flat planet we call Earth. And that evil is Crocs. Thank you and good night, Dylan. Out. Wow. Uh, I don't know how to follow that up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you want to catch me this week, I'm going to be riding around in a wagon. That's it. He's just going to be riding in a wagon. (laughs) This is Life File. Light your life on fire. If you want to catch me this week, I'll be in a wagon. (laughs) 